Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. Welcome to another episode of Excess Press. My name is Matt, and I'm the host of this Disney theme parks news podcast, and this is episode 160. Well, I hope everyone is doing well out there. It has been certainly interesting uh, in the world of Walt Disney. Uh, Lots of news to talk about today. We got dates now for when the proposed opening for Walt Disney World is going to be. And there are a lot of details to kind of run down. Uh, So I'm going to go through those with you today. I think that's going to pretty much be the only thing we're going to be talking about because there's definitely a lot to cover. So without further ado... Let's just jump right into it and begin this episode of the Excess Press Podcast. Now let's get to it. So Walt Disney World's uh, this past Wednesday submitted their proposed plans uh, to reopen Walt Disney World. Uh, this is pending Orange County and state approval. So all these dates that I'm going to mention in a bit, which you probably already know, uh, these are the proposed plans. Uh, these are not official just of yet. Uh, so things could change. Uh, most likely not, but I think uh, I, I think it's safe to say that these are the dates that D- Walt Disney World will finally open. Uh, so this is for the parks. Um, Magic Kingdom and Disney's Animal Kingdom will be reopening to the general public on July 11th. Uh, and then Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studios will be reopening on July 15th. Uh, There will be some soft opening days leading up to the general public opening dates, uh, which include cast member previews, as well as other affinity groups, uh, which could mean the annual pass holders, you get the Disney Vacation Club members, uh, maybe the Club 33 members, uh, and a few others as as well. So they're going to be needing to do that to kind of test to see how things are going in the park, Uh, just do like a soft run. Um, just to, yeah, see, see how their operations are going. Um, so it's, it's interesting because I mean, I've been just kind of talking about it for the past couple weeks now, how I think is going to open up in July. Uh, I think a lot of people were, uh, really optimistic thinking they were going to be open sooner, but I've just been going by what Disney 
has been uh, doing with the Shanghai Disneyland and following suit there. Um, so I know, I know a lot of people are a little bit upset because uh, Orlando uh, has, um, or I should say Universal Orlando as well as SeaWorld are opening up in early June. Uh, and then Disney is, yeah, definitely, uh, it's, it is a month later. But, you know, we always talk about how Walt Disney World and the Disney Company is all about the safety of of uh their guests they that's the number one thing the the cast members that i have on the show they've talked about it uh safety is just a, a huge issue uh when it comes to um the walt disney company they just want to make sure everyone is safe um because i mean when you when you go to these parks uh during a time like this where the pandemic is happening uh you're kind of exposing yourself to this i know everyone wants to really get back to the parks and enjoy them which is awesome uh but you're also exposing yourself uh in in harm's way it's uh kind of like i was saying it's you're you're swimming at your own risk uh during like a riptide in an ocean or something like that so uh they want to make sure that everything is 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 right they want to make sure they have their operations in order they want to make sure everything uh is is in sight uh, to make sure that the guests are as safe as they can be. So uh, I'm happy with this uh, July opening. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly glad that they're waiting, but I'm sorry if some of you were anticipating uh, it to be open a little bit earlier. So, all right. So now uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the theme park capacity. As we know, it is going to be extremely lim- limited. Uh, we're, it's probably going to see less than 20% of park capacity. Uh, and as we've kind of talked in the past, uh, it, it was announced that they are going to manage attendance through a new theme park reservation system that will require all guests to obtain a reservation for park entry in advance. So uh, there's a lot of questions of what's going to like the kind of the stipulations with that. They announced that this will be coming at a later time. They're going to have more details on that soon. So the question is, okay, how many days in advance uh, do you have to book this thing? What's going to happen with the people who already have ticket packages? Like there are people with uh, that are coming down that have trips. What's going to happen there? Um, uh, and then uh, the, you also have to think about the annual pass holders. The annual pass holders have bought these passes that uh, don't have like blockout dates. So now they can't go on certain dates. What's going to happen there? Um and then uh question is like are guests staying at the resorts which we're going to talk about soon what's going on with the resorts um but guests staying at the resorts are they going to get automatic entry because they're they're paying for a hotel over at walt disney world um it, it could be similar to what disneyland did with the first month of galaxy's edge if you, because remember the first month you had to have uh, reservation to even get into the land um and uh that if you stayed at a, a disneyland resort uh like uh, the california or the california adventure the grand californian uh paradise pier or did the disneyland hotel uh you did uh get automatic entry into galaxy's edge so maybe we'll see something like that uh there's been no reports on it i'm just i'm just speculating maybe maybe we'll see something there um, and then Park Hopper, I, there has been no news on it as far as, as much as I've seen, I've been keeping before recording this podcast, I was trying to get the most update information as I can before this came out. 
um, because there's still things breaking as, uh, as as right before I was recording this. But as far as I know, um, we don't know anything about Park Hopper, but what's going to happen with the Park Hopper? I can guarantee you, well, okay, maybe I shouldn't say guarantee you, but it is highly likely that Park Hopper uh, won't be available, so I don't think you'll be able to go from park to park. I think if you're going to go to a park, you're going to be at that one uh, for that day. I think we're going to um, see see some differences there. Um, so, uh, yeah, lots of things happen with tickets. So what they're also doing is they are temporarily pausing new ticket sales and Disney Resort hotel reservations so that they can focus on the guests with existing tickets and reservations. Um, but uh, Disney Vacation Club members can still make reservations. Uh, that is still happening. Uh, and we also found out that, as we saw this earlier today, that dining reservations are also currently unavailable uh, as well. So if you're trying to make a dining reservation, I think the only ones that are open are the some of the Disney Springs um, uh, locations, but I think all of the others uh, don't uh, have any uh, of reservations available. You just can't do it. Um, I know some people were having a lot of issues getting into the system themselves uh, for it. Um, and then let's see, let's see, existing ticket holders and annual pass holders will be able to make reservation requests in phases before new tickets are sold. Uh, that's something I was mentioning before, um, what's going to happen there. And, uh, they'll be reaching out to guests soon enough to provide details. So I assume they're going to email the guests, uh, who have a reservation as well as the annual pass holders to tell them how they can res re uh, reserve a time. Uh, and I'm sure we will find out what that is as soon as it's um, uh, shared to the public. Because I know bloggers and Disney re websites are going to be all, all on that. So we'll find out what that is soon. Um, and then they, they did say that they will resume new ticket sales and hotel reservations after a period of time. Uh, so yeah, like I said, um, I'm just going through the notes because of the lot here. Let's see. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, pretty much to sum it up, uh, theme park reservations will be extremely limited, uh, due to attendance limitations and will be subject to availability. Um, and yeah, we will be seeing more details on this new reservation, uh, soon. Hopefully, uh, the next coming weeks we'll, we'll know a bit more about that. Um, and then some of the other things we learned about uh, the theme parks, uh, we, we also learned today that fast passes are getting removed for early trips for when they open. Uh, so that means like uh, when the parks open in like mid-July to late, um, late July. Uh, fast passes are getting removed, so they do. People are don't have those on their account anymore. They still have their resort reservation, um, but they do not have. Um, uh, they do not have the fast passes. Um, and then let's see. Park hours have also been shortened. Um, for the first few weeks, uh, like for instance, we see Animal Kingdom closing at 6 p.m. Magic Kingdom is closing at 7 p.m. on a lot of nights. Uh, and for the summer, that is really early because the summer can be open anywhere between like 10 to midnight, depending on the night. Uh, so uh, that is unfortunate there. So yeah, we see we see the short park hours. Um, but extra magic hours and special ticketed events are still happening. There are some... 
special ticketed events still on the calendar. And that's like that early morning uh, magic where you can pay a, a certain price to uh, get into the parks. Um, they also mentioned uh, that high touch experiences are temporarily unavailable. So that includes uh, makeover opportunities like the Bibbidi Bobby Boutique, probably also the um, barber on Main Street. Uh, if you want to get your hair cut over there, it's, that's probably closed. Uh, a lot of the playgrounds are going to be closed. Uh, and then there will be no character meet and greets. Uh, characters will still be in the parks, though, to entertain uh, the guests in a different form of capacity. Um, and then parades and nighttime spectaculars uh, will not be there when it opens. They will be returning at a later date. Uh, so yeah, we will not be seeing those uh, similar to what we saw at Shanghai Disneyland. So um, so a lot of these are the things that were expected to happen um, for when the parks were to open. Uh, I mean... They, they really did follow suit with what Shanghai Disneyland uh, did. Um, and I, I, yeah, I, I, I didn't see it any other way. So, but all right. So we still have some, some, a bit more to go over. Um, so the hotels, what is going on with the hotels? I'm still a little unclear. Um, but from what we understand, the Disney Resort hotels will not be reopening. Um, uh, they will not be reopening uh, on the dates that the parks are opening. But Disney Vacation Club Resorts at Walt Disney World will be reopening to members uh, and guests. Uh, and there was actually a slight issue, which this actually just broke um, a, like uh, like maybe like less than an hour ago before recording. Uh, but Disney originally, they had like a statement on their their blog uh, website or on the Disney blog. Um, they did they did say that I'm trying to get the quote up really quick. Um, they did they did say that the resort hotels, uh, where is it? Oh yeah, so they did say that they submitted their plans for Walt Disney World theme parks and Disney resorts hotels uh, to open beginning July 11th. So they've modified it now to just say Walt Disney World theme parks to open beginning July 11th. So not the resort hotels themselves. So that includes like the, the values and, and other um, non-Disney vacation club resorts. Uh, so those will be remain closed for the time being. Um, but like I said, yeah, the Disney vacation club resorts will uh, still, they will be reopening. Um, and then the Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground, uh, that, uh, they will be reopening on June 22nd. Um, so, oh, sorry, just if that, if that wasn't clear, the Disney Vacation Club properties at Walt Disney World Resort and the Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground are reopening June 22nd. So both of those things are reopening ahead of of time um ahead of, of ahead of time um from when the theme parks are opening just to be clear there um so yeah my thinking was like if they're really trying to limit how many people are at the resorts like if you're not a guest at the resort or if you don't have a dining reservation will they even allow you into the resort um I wonder if they're going to monitor that at, at, at all just to kind of keep people who... Because, like, one of the cool things about going 
to Disney is also resort hopping. I love resort hopping. We we go to different resorts all the time to kind of check them out. Like on our on our trip, we went to Wilderness Lodge three times to go to Geyser Point. I mean, that's just we were staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge. So uh, I, I'm curious if they're going to do that. I, f- I feel like they're not going to, but I feel like it could be a, a good way to maybe be a, sh- uh, a bit more strict about that because. I mean, when you park your car, if you try to park your car at a resort, they always ask you what you're doing there. Uh, do you have a, a resort reservation or if do you have a dining reservation? Um, maybe like if you're taking like a boat or a bus, uh, uh, maybe like they'll scan you in to make sure you have a reservation. I don't know. I don't know if this is going to happen. I'm just kind of theorizing and speculating to maybe they might want to limit the amount of people that are at the resorts themselves. Um, so yeah, there, there's just no word right now of what's going to happen with the Disney resorts of when they are going to reopen, but it sounds like they're going to be opening up after, um, the parks are, the parks are going to open. So I feel like that that's Disney just kind of, um, I feel like it's Disney just kind of catering to the Disney vacation club members, which I mean, I, to me, that's totally fine. Just because they're they're buying into Disney, they're, they're paying Disney a lot of money to be a Disney Vacation Club member, so they're keeping those resorts open to the members. But if again, if you are a guest who has a reservation at a Disney Vacation Club resort, they keep it, they are letting you have that reservation as well. So I feel like this is maybe helping uh, helping them kind of limit the amount of people who are coming down to Walt Disney World. So I haven't seen any news yet that Disney is canceling. Uh, the the June res- or the July reservations just yet uh, for the regular resorts. Um, so I'll I'll definitely keep you updated on there. And thing things are happening so quickly with this that by the time this comes out tomorrow, there's there's probably going to be something already contradicting what I'm saying. So take everything what I'm saying with a grain of salt because news is just is updating every day, which makes these shows tough to do because yeah, things are just always always changing. So. Um, and then let's see what else we got here. Some of the other Disney Vacation Club resorts, such as the Vero Beach Resort and the Hilton Head Resort in South Carolina. Uh, Vero Beach is in Florida. Um, they will be opening up uh, to the members and guests starting uh, June 15th. Uh, and they're, they have plans to uh, support physical distancing uh, as well as cleaning measures along with a number of other safety and clean cleanliness protocols. Uh, and yes, yeah, so those will those will be implemented to those resorts as well. So, all right, so let's talk a bit about health and safety now at the resorts. Um, uh, cast members as well as guests three years of age and older will be required to wear uh, appropriate face cover- coverings in the theme parks and common areas of the resort hotels. Uh, so that means you got to wear a mask. It's got to go over your nose, over your mouth. Make sure it's snug against your nose. Um, uh, I actually just ordered a bunch of Disney theme masks uh, from. Uh, there's a great Insta, um, great uh, these these two women that I follow on Instagram. Uh, Ears no evil. Uh, follow them. Ears no evil. They make some killer Disney theme face masks. I literally ordered eight. Uh, they just made them today and are shipping them out. And I can't wait for them. They have tons of fabric. Uh, so that makes me want to just wear, wear masks even more just 
to have i think i talked about a few weeks ago how uh brands are coming out with their own uh type of mass and stuff and sure enough uh they're making some killer mass over there so i'll link their description in the bio if you want to check them out but ear is no evil uh they're they're doing a lot of work creating face masks uh and it's they're doing some some killer work over there so i just want to plug them real quick and i probably will again in in the future so um, if you're going to the parks, yeah, get, get some, get some cool Disney theme masks. I mean, this as terrible as it sounds, it's going to become like a fashion statement soon. I mean, it's, it's already getting there and Hey, I, I want, uh, I got like a star Wars one. I got a bunch of haunted, haunted mansion ones. Uh, so there's, uh, some cool stuff out there, but yeah, anyways, I think I'm going on a tangent here, but anyways, you have to wear a face covering if you're going to the theme parks i know that it's not ideal i know it's going to be hot when you're down there in florida um it's going to be tough to want to have it keep it on all the time uh there are few instances where you don't have to have it on uh uh, one thing we mentioned last week with disney springs reopening um that is uh that while you're eating you don't have to have the face mask on if you're if you're eating some food you don't have to have it on but if you're not eating or drinking you got to put it back on uh if you're also swimming uh, if you're in the pool and you're you're swimming you don't have to have uh you don't have to have the mask on as well that'd be pretty hard but if you're walking around the pool area you're going to need a mask so make sure you have that uh, available. Uh, Disney also mentioned that they're going to be no details on it exactly just yet, but they did mention that they're going to have relaxation relaxation zones within the theme parks. Uh, so that means that you can go to the certain spot. I don't know how they're going to do it, but you can go to the certain spot and then uh, take off your mask and just kind of yeah relax with with no mask at all. Um, I assume, yeah, if you're on a ride, you're going to have your mask, you're, you're going to have to have your mask on. Um, uh, probably screaming <laughs> wouldn't, uh, probably screaming wouldn't be a good thing to do. Thinking about that now, that, that wouldn't be a good thing. Like I love who like cheering on Space Mountain or Everest or Big Thunder Mountain Railroad or anything like that. I love cheering on there, but, uh, I feel, I feel like, uh, I'm not, I wouldn't want to be shouting on, on <laughs> those rides anymore. So yeah, uh, just so you need to wear a mask, uh, please do so, uh, and just kind of wear it at all times. I know that it's yeah, it's going to be in the summer and it's not going to be easy, but uh, just kind of make do with, with what you can. And uh, if you're going to the theme parks, you know the risks that you're running into uh, uh, going to the theme park. So uh, you, you should be wearing one anyways, so... Um, let's see what else we got here. So yeah, as we mentioned, uh, that we, we speculated on, yes, all guests will undergo temperature screenings prior to entering the theme parks. Uh, cast members will also have temperature checks before they start their workday. And they also are required to, uh, do that while they're at home before they get to work. So, uh, there's going to be cashless transactions. Uh, they are recommended. So, um, use your magic band uh try to use like your, your your most credit cards it can do tap to pay now uh you can use samsung pay google pay there's apple pay um i don't know probably have other pay periods on your cell phone you can use 
Uh, so make sure you do that. Um, mobile food ordering locations. Uh, there will be more of those that will be taken into effect. So more locations will have mobile food ordering. And then from what I've seen uh, the past couple days, uh, usually with mobile food ordering, how it worked in the past was that you look at the menu for the location, you add your menu to the cart, uh, you order it, and then you uh, you can then tell them when you're ready uh, to go pick it up. So like you get once you get to the restaurant, you just say I'm here, and then it'll come out uh, for you. But it looks like it's changed up a bit where they're giving you actually uh, half hour periods to come back to get your food. Uh, so if you order your food, you have to choose a time to come back um, uh, to get your food. So it, it, it's a half hour interval. So it could be like from 1230 uh, p.m. to like 130 or 1, 1 p.m. Um, and I assume that uh, you just say I'm here during that time. I don't know exactly how it works, but that I've seen some, I saw some screenshots of that they are doing uh, the timed uh, period as well. So uh, that is new and man, that's going to be a shame because uh, I mobile food ordering was great uh, in the past because no one ever used it, which was so is mind boggling to me that uh, there would be huge lines to go get uh, blue or green milk in, in Batu. Uh, and then I could just order it right away and then have it right away, like less than like a minute. Like it's crazy. Well, while there are at least 20 people online waiting to get their blue milk, uh, I just, I don't, I'm going to, I'm going to miss those days when, when no one knew about mobile food ordering, but I think that's just going to be the, come the new norm, but you know what? It's okay. Uh, I think it's going to be a good process where, yeah, you just don't have to wait in a queue anymore. You just order your food and it's ready to go. I, I don't know. If, I don't think there's going to be really much of a difference. Just more people are going to be using it. And that's why they have like the the, the time periods to come back um, to kind of schedule that out. So um, so that's that. Uh, and then uh, like we mentioned on previous shows about Disney Springs, uh, they're going to be doing cleaning and disinfection procedures. Uh, uh, the, they will, those procedures will be increased in high traffic areas. Uh, and again, all the physical distancing that you can get, uh, the, the markers on the ground, um, they're going to be doing a lot there. They also mentioned that this also includes transportation, so that's going to be a lot of fun. So buses and monorails. Uh, if you're planning on taking the bus, uh, it's going to be uh, even maybe a longer wait to, to take the bus. So it seems like taking a rental car is looking like a better idea day by day. Um, that's yeah, that's going to be tough. Uh, remember, if it is a non DVC resort, uh, you do have to pay to park at the resort but if you want to avoid as many people on public transportation as possible uh you're probably going to um uh you're probably going to uh want to not take the bus or monorail you're probably gonna want to rent, uh, rent a car or something like that um so i think i covered pretty much everything uh, about the store, uh, the, um, not the stores. I want to talk about that in a sec about the theme park. Um, all the information I gave you is what was covered for the most part, uh, from the presentation, uh, that was given the other day. 
for the reopening procedures of Walt Disney World. Uh, I put in as much up-to-date information as I could um, into this document. Um, so this will give you like a good basis of what's happening, but all, all these little details that are coming out, uh, you, you might want to just check up on the Disney blogs and other Disney websites to get the most up-to-date information, especially if you have a trip uh, coming in the next uh, couple months because uh, this is just good for, for about a day. And then, yeah, it's it, this episode's probably kaput after that. But um, uh, so, yeah, that's, that's all of the Disney theme park information there. Uh, so let's see here. We also have so yeah, this in Disney Springs this past week. Uh, so remember the the previous week is when Disney Springs reopened, um, and a lot of the non-Disney owned stores uh, were uh, had opened up. Uh, so this past week on Wednesday, May twenty seventh, uh, the World of Disney retail shop opened up at Disney Springs. Uh, and so this was met with actually like a lot of people wanting to go like a lot. There was even a queue to get in. You needed, uh, to, uh, I think put your information out. I forget how the queue, uh, exactly worked, but yeah, you needed to get yourself onto a waiting list to even get in, uh, to the, uh, store itself there. So uh, it, there was a few hour wait from what I saw to even get in there. Um, so a lot of people were itching to get back into those Disney stores. I believe the co-op marketplace is reopened, uh, as well. And yes, yeah, some more Disney stores are going to be opening, um, at Disney Springs very soon. Uh, and then in the coming weeks, uh, Disney stores, like one of your local Disney stores will begin a phased reopening of glow of operations globally, beginning with a select number of stores in the United States, uh, in the United States, in addition to stores in Europe and Japan. Uh, so that's that. So that's pretty much, uh, what Disney had announced, uh, the past couple days of what's happening and how they're going about their reopening of Walt Disney World. Uh, still nothing really about, um, uh, about Disneyland over in California. Uh, I believe California is now, uh, going into phase three in the next few weeks. So I feel like we're going to be hearing more about Disneyland in the next coming weeks, hopefully. Uh, so no real news, uh, over there. It's still, still pretty, pretty quiet. Um, so I think that's about it for the news. One other thing I want to, I do want to mention is that Spaceship Earth, uh, on the Disney website, uh, it now says that it is closed for refurbishment. It was announced back in February that on May 26th, that it was going to be shut down to go through its reimagining. Uh, and it looks like on the website it is officially closed. So we probably will not see that reopen, um, back, uh, when, uh, the, yeah, whenever the Epcot opens, which is July 15th, uh, I don't think we'll see spaceship birth cause it, go, it is going down for a long refurbishment. Um, so if you, if you got the chance to write it before that, um, then yeah, that was, seems to be your last time. Uh, to have been able to ride the old Spaceship Earth. Um, so very excited to see the, the new renovations come about for it. Very excited. Uh, the uh, Yeah, just updated vehicles, new story uh, as well. So that'll be pretty cool. So, all right. Well, that is all the news that I'm going to be going over this week. Um, 
Now, how I, I, again, I'm, I'm trying to end the shows of just like my Disney memories of just something I remember as a kid from when I went on my trips uh, back in uh, 94, 1998, uh, as well as 2004. Um, so this, this one is just pretty simple, uh, nothing crazy, but I remember I, I just loved at nighttime um, in 1998, we were staying at the Grand Floridian uh, and we had a, a balcony. Uh, hopefully I'm, I'm remembering that right. I think the Grand Floridian Resort has balconies. Um, so do they have balcony rooms? I'm trying, I'm, I'm looking up as you speak because I want to make sure that they do. Uh, yes, they do. Okay. Phew. I was correct. All right. So, um, I remember as a kid, uh, going out at night, just sitting at the balcony, we actually had a, a, a view of the magic kingdom. I remember just seeing the castle kind of lit up, but you also were able to hear the howling of the haunted mansion. Uh, so you always heard the wolf howl, um, which I'm pretty sure is not a thing anymore. Um, I don't know why they they still heard it, but from as far as I know, that it is is not howling anymore. Uh, and it, it it's it used to be so cool. Uh, it, it would howl. I don't know how often it would howl, but I just remember every night I would just be out there with like my dad, and we would just be sitting out there, and we would just hear the. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll if I could find the haunted mansion howl, I'll I'll put it in right here. So uh, I just remember with my dad, uh, we would just be sitting out there uh, and it was just so much fun just kind of hearing the howl and just just thinking about, oh, I can't wait to ride Haunted Mansion again. Um, but that I mean, that's it. That's that's the one memory I have. I can I can distinctly remembering just doing that, hearing the howl. I could still see it today like it's like it's vivid, like it just happened the other day. So uh, that was 1998. So I was 10 years old when that happened. And I can remember that. But uh, yeah, so that is my Disney memory for this week. But all right. Well, that is going to wrap it up for this episode. And if you have any thoughts at all about uh, the if you have any thoughts at all about anything I mentioned today about the the opening of Disney World, if you want to share your opinions on how you feel, if you have a trip coming up, uh, hey, just reach out to me. Let me know. I'd love to share your thoughts on the show. Just uh, I feel for you guys. I know I know it's not ideal. Like in my opinion, I I really don't have too much of a desire to go this year. Um, it's just. I feel like it's just too much money to spend on just limiting. I mean, I don't know what it's going to be like in the, the coming months after it opens. Uh, but I, if I was going in July, August, or even September, I would just, to me, this is my opinion, I would just kind of kind of move out my vacation because it's just, to me, it's just, yeah, it'll be in Disney, but I just don't think it'll be comfortable with wearing a mask all the time and uh, with with the pandemic still pretty fresh uh, to me. I just don't know if I'd be feel safe enough uh, in a large uh, area like that. So, all right, well, that is, that's it. Uh, that's going to wrap it up, but uh, make sure you are subscribing to the podcast. You could do that on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or 
however you listen to podcasts. And if you can, please leave a review. It'll really help out the show. You can find all of our episodes at excesspresspodcast.com. You can find me on social media at excesspresspodcast on Instagram. Um, if you want to be on a future episode of the show, if you were a, a previous cast member over at the Disney parks, I would love to have you on to uh, have a discussion with you and just interview you about your time working there. You can shoot me an email over at matt at excesspresspodcast.com. I also have another podcast called What'd You Think? It is a movie, TV show, video game chat review podcast where, yeah, we just talk about all those good things. Uh, Links are in the show notes. Uh, But thanks for tuning in and for your support of the show. This is Matt from the Excess Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage.